Hello and welcome to the 190th edition of Cinema Effect. I'm Liam and I'm joined by my fellow Radiohead appreciator, Jaden. Nice. I like that. It, it diversifies us. It, it, it shows that we're more than, you know, this label that Zach's had us trapped in for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We, we can we contain multitudes. Yeah. Mm. I had to find the coming ground as well, you know. I mean, I am a Hans Zimmer appreciator, but that would just be kind of that's Zach and you and, and your thing. So I, mm. I couldn't step on your territory either. No. Um. Anyway, today we are doing Gross Point Blank, poll winning uh, film out here. Um, and the synopsis reads: uh, Man Black, Man Black, what? Blank. What? Why does the Google synopsis say black? It says Martin Black. <laughs> no, this was just saying it really weirdly throughout the film. Yeah, Martin Blank, thanks Google, uh, a professional assassin accepts an assignment in Gross Point, Michigan, where he also attends his 10-year high school reunion and learns that someone is out to kill him. Yeah, that kind of skips his motivation. You know, he feels uneasy about his job. And so he, he decides to uh, go to this reunion to, you know, see where see if his life has taken a, a wrong path, kind of. Um, yeah, anyway. You should write all the synopsis from now on. I know, I know. What do they do? Mon Black, yeah. yeah. Caroline, Google. Mm. Uh, anyway, what did you think of this film, Jaden? Um, I just want to start off by saying as well, sorry that there might be a shit ton of dead air this week because i don't know i don't know how i'm gonna go around ed- editing around it so uh who knows if this will even make the cut who knows how it will make the cut but i just want to i just want to uh, just 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 get viewers listeners ready that this could be terrible um uh i um the first thing that hit me with this film was like the cast like i was like i was shocked i was like oh dude like dan Aykroyd, alan arkin yeah they just kept showing off john and joan <laughs> and mini i was like Sorry, but is John and Joan are they are they are they are they related or are they married? I should probably get that out of the way now. I think they're brother and sister. Yeah. Oh they shit! Were, really? They were also in High Fidelity together, so maybe that it's just a thing they do. They just star in everything together. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like the uh, like that was the that was, that was the start of the fun finding out the cast, and then I don't know it it just it just kept me going. I was expecting um, like last week when you said it was a, I don't know every time I've learned information about this film it feels like it's been like contrary like you're like it's a high school reunion thing so i was like cool but then you're like it's a hitman thing i was like oh cool and then you said it's a comedy i was like oh awesome but this is it really is a comedy like um yeah. it, it, it was funny to like be on the point that i expected um and i really liked i really like the dialogue is all really quippy i love the kind of 90s you know aesthetic and talk and all that shit um i think it's just surprisingly dialogue driven um yeah i don't know that was quite a lot i liked about it yeah um i'm pretty much on the same page it's very quippy it's um you know one of john cusack's like most sardonic and just like darkly uh darkly humoric uh characters i guess um it is much more of a comedy than um that i expected mm. like even 
more it's even more so a comedy than than an action movie or a drama um it and it balances those things pretty well um i think where the movie is like falters a bit is when it doesn't balance those things perfectly but uh the comedy is is pretty top-notch i think i think the casting is like pretty great as, as you said um everyone fits their role pretty perfectly um and yeah i don't know it's a funny movie i don't know i guess it's it's hard talking about funny movies because you just I don't know, talk about the jokes i guess but yeah i think there's, there's definitely more to this film i think it is very 90s as you said that the music is really great um well the music is 80s actually so. it is 80s that, that's true it's very like because it it's reminiscing on their high school mm. days it's like but they're nostalgia you know yeah it's a really clever uh kind of a audio motif they use mm. very uh very very, very subtle cool. to pick up on yeah yeah um and i i guess uh, one note i did write was that this is kind of like in the spirit of pulp fiction it's like deconstructing the kind of hitman character you know mm. like not in the way the killer does but just like in the way some of the, these 90 films did and maybe pulp fiction started this but yeah that did you see the did you, did you see the cutout of Jules Vincent and Mia? Yeah, that's what made me think of it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Mini Driver's there too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was really she looked really young in this. Like I only really know her from Goodwill Hunting and some stuff when she was older, but yeah. She was great. Actually, in saying that, I thought John Cusack looked really old. Well not really old, but he just looks older than twenty eight. Oh really? Um, yeah. Is, is 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 that actually how old he was? Because like, like I like I don't know. Mm. But you know how people just aged differently back then. Yeah. Like, but I think he has an older looking face. Mm. You know, he has an aged face. He probably was older, but yeah. John Cusack. Um, he's a funny case because he was really popular in the nineties, and he kind of still was doing like big films in the early early two thousands, but then. He really dropped off, kind of. You know, like, you don't see him around anymore, really. He started doing a lot of straight-to-DVD projects, you know, for the monies, and then he just kind of fucked up, I guess. Like, you just... You don't see him anymore. And he was, like, so popular. Um, and I think he's great. He's great in this. He's great in, you know, being John Malkovich and uh, High Fidelity, but, yeah, he just kind of disappeared. Um uh, rest of yeah the i'm actually not sure what i've like like I, I opened up his letterbox thing and like i was like okay i've seen you in a fair few but i can't recall what they were now mm. did you watch that uh thing with samuel L. jackson or whatever oh, yeah 14 yeah. yeah 16 yeah, candles yeah. 2012 apparently okay yeah yeah yeah, he's, yeah. In, he's in 2012. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, I was surprised because like, I was looking, I was like, okay, you popped up quite a bit, actually. But, um, yeah, I was like, I, I don't really know if you can identify him. Stand By Me was a big one. I was like, I, I was like, I do not remember you in Stand By Me at all. Oh, he, he was the older brother, like the flashback scenes. The older brother. Like, the main character when he was a kid. I think his older brother, did he die or something? Yeah, and he was into, like, baseball. And they have that flashback, flashback scene where... He gives him like a a baseball ball or a bat or something 
or his cap, isn't it? He gives him his cap. Cap, maybe. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. he had the same last name as the main character. I was like, hold on. I was like, I just, yeah, I just don't. I was like, is he the dad? I was like, did he change his name when he like? Is he the guy in the flash forward? I was like, no. Is this the dead air? Yeah, this is the dead air. Um, no, because um, John Cusack is never shown to be good at his job uh, in the film, just on your, on your on your deconstructing the hitman kind of thing. We don't really see really? him be successful. That first, the first kill, he gets the first guy, obviously, but then he fucks up the, the, the protection part. Um, the second one, that he's meant to look like a heart attack, he fucks up and has to shoot him. Um, and then, like, with the third one, he just doesn't even go through with it, you know? And, like... Like he, he like he, he where he's consistently shown to be not not not, not a good hitman. Mm, I, I do agree with that. I, I, well, no, I don't. I don't agree with. I mean, part of the premises of the film is that, you know, he's a bit off his game, and that's why he goes to the reunion. So, mm. I do agree with like the first hit, but the second one was a total accident, man. Like the the the, the he, he, you know the way he turned over in his sleep, and then later on he was like. I feel like he was really quick on his feet when he was like fighting that, um, you know, the, the psycho and her eyebrows guy. And he, he was always kind of mm. looking around his shoulder. He just, I don't know, he felt good at his Yeah. Point, but the evidence is kind of pointed. He, just, he, he, he felt wasteful, though, with the, uh, with the use of his weapons. Which, you know. Did he? I uh, do. How much did he shoot? That's just, I mean, like, like obviously, like, it's a bit of fun, you know, it's just 90s uh-huh. action as well, but like, yeah, I don't. Know. I thought there was something in the fact that he was never really like good or effective, or he's not shown to be. Yeah, and you know, it probably is just you know you're thinking about him being off. Um, yeah, I mean, I would still hire him, but no, he does. He does screw up like the first two uh, jobs, and we're also told about him blowing up the millionaire's dog as well. You know, like there's another. True, true. Yes, mm-hmm. an unintentional killing right there. Yeah, I guess. Um, I'll take it straight to, to straight to the setting of Gross Point, um, I guess, mm-hmm. and 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 the people that we meet there, um, because like we're told it's Detroit, D- Detroit, isn't it? Like, don't don't they say that? Yeah, yeah, but then they say yeah. like Michigan later, don't they? Yeah, man, Detroit's in Michigan. Is it? Okay, I think I should I should finish. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, so like I was, I was like when he, when we're told that he's going to 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 to, to his reunion, I, I was expecting it to be like the city setting, you know, the Detroit setting. But so like, to kind of get placed into this like you know little, cute quaint town, um, that's quite small and intimate, um, was was an interesting change, and I think you know every moment that we spend with him back there seeing his town. Ten years later, through his eyes. Um, is quite fun, and as he meets this roster of characters that still inhabit there, is is I think I think that's probably like some of the most fun in the film. Um, when he goes like on the real estate thing, and like he's talking with that mate, I think every time he drops the fact that he's a contract killer, and you know like it's a simple joke, and it it it, it happens often. Like you know when Nambly is and they have a laugh. Um, like some of my favorite moments in the film kind of happen in that like first like you know ten fifteen minutes of him like being reintroduced to the town. Yeah. No, that's true. Yeah, like his interactions with uh, Jeremy Piven, his character, they were pretty great. Um, the reminiscing with 
and all the buddy and uh you know the seeing the security guy seeing where everyone's like kind of ended up who still live in the town um yeah those are pretty great yeah i love the um i love the i love the piss taking of the of the of the security guy because like i I don't don't know if you know and i I feel like you i feel like you would know i feel like we we probably know a few in common but people that are like that you know that i think like you know they're Mm. i think they have the authority and but they're just like you know they are just like kind of his role of they think they're richard jewel you know Mm. (laughs) yeah richard jewel is their character basically yeah yeah um Um, yeah so that, that was that was a good kicker in that um yeah, yeah. Th- those early interactions are pretty funny. I, f- I found the film. I, f- I found the film at its probably uh, at its funniest earlier on. I think, um, everything with yeah, reminiscing with all the old high school buddies and the uh, the phone calls with, with uh, I forget what her name is in the film. Joe like Joanne Cusack's character. Um, those are all great. The way she like switches between different callers, like she's like yelling. You know that scene where she's like yelling at someone for like not delivering something and then she's like talking about making a soup or something? Marcella. Marcella. Or Marcella. Um, but yeah, she's, I think her her usual bit is just yelling, you know, like an, like an angry kind of character. Like she does the same thing in High Fidelity. So I think, I guess she's in... Uh, Adam's family values as well, and she's kind of similar. But um, yeah, she was great in the film. Everyone, everyone was kind of, I don't know, just perfectly cast for their their comedic kind of personas, I guess. Even Eleanor Arkin as the therapist is just kind of perfect, you know. Yeah, I I um I loved Eleanor's that, but like it's, so that 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 brings up the question of later on when he when he makes that final call to him, what's going on in his office? Oh, well, he's he's just talking to a patient, isn't he? Is he? I think so. Is it? Like, maybe, maybe I probably should have watched that back, like when I was watching it. But it just felt like there, like it just seemed like she, like oh, like okay, okay, she, okay he's he's a psychiatrist, so maybe she was distressed. But like, it seemed like she was like physically distressed, and it seemed like he was doing something bad. <laughs> and I was like, hold on, is is that why he's been scared? Like, like you know, because 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 you know. John drops a line of, if I end up at your door, you probably done something bad. So does Alan actually think like he has been caught doing something bad? Oh, <laughs> that's a funny interpretation. I never, I never even thought of that when I saw that, but I think, no, no. You just think it was a, I think a she's just session? stressed and, you know, okay. not physically yeah. distressed. Oh no, yeah, it was just, um, <laughs> that's funny though. Damn, I didn't think that. Um. What do you think of Dan Ackeroyd? He Ackeroyd. He's pretty. Uh. He shows up every now and then. It was he in. Was he in the Blues Brothers or something? Yeah. Yeah. The Blues Brothers. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah sure. It's quite a big guy. Um. I like. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Every every time I see him on him on screen, you know, it's it's a treat. I love him. Um. Have you seen the Blues Brothers? Yeah. Yeah, 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 kind of. Oh, no, you got to get on that. You can't just say yeah, yeah. You know, it's a bit proper. Yeah. You know? No. 
Yeah. Um, I sort of my uncle's house once on my TV, you know. Yeah. Um, I actually don't know what he's up to these days. Did he die? Maybe maybe he died. I don't know. Um, but yeah, he's, he's a great comedic actor, so um, I don't know. I guess I was like, once again, like, because like my expectations for the film were like, expectations sorry, for the film were like, that it, was, it wasn't going to be like as funny as this. I thought he was going to have like a more like kind of restrained kind of thing but like he is just i think everything with him is gold i think like the the like every time like him and john mute mate and like they both like got their hands ready for the gun and they're kind of like, like constantly flinching like yeah i cracked up cool. yeah I, 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 I cracked up at that shit every time mm. the, the film's like full of bits like that like that and like him wanting to have a union you know and i i guess that goes into the the kind of the idea of like the deconstruction of the the hitman as a, as a person and like he is you know at the end of the day it's just like a job like anything else and it has these kind of um you know casual considerations i guess or the, these these are financial considerations you know um but like their, their bit of like um dan Aykroyd wanting him to join his union was, was pretty hilarious too um yeah was that genuine I, I just thought that was him shit talking just to just to get to him every time they'd meet oh no i thought he had i thought i thought he had a real yeah. union like no, yeah, okay. for yeah. sure yeah. um what do you think of the romance what do you think of john cusack and mini driver's relationship i liked mini driver's character a lot um she had some uh, clapback, you know. She had she had some she she had some. I don't know the word. Um, I don't want. To, I I have a word in my mind, but I don't. Want to yeah, say no, it. no, say it. Say it. No, that's right. No, say it. She clapback, you know. She she yeah. she, she, mm-hmm. she clap back. She had zest. She had spice. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. good. That's good. Mm-hmm. What was yours? I'll cut it out. I try. I promise. No, that's all right. I'll, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> um. I quite like the romance. I, I like. I, I thought it was quite believable up until up until the end. I think. I think the whole. I think the whole like marriage thing and her going away with him was a bit, bit much. But like, you know, it's movie, so you know, it's good. It's good to do. It's good to do. And I think it fits for you know the narrative is telling. You know, that's fine. But like, um, I think everything about like what we're shown of her and him, I think it makes it easy to to believe like them kind of just both jumping back into this romance and that it's both still alive after ten years of non-communication it's like a it's like, it's like Julie Delpy and mm. yeah. False um, yeah yeah um yeah I, th- I thought the romance was quite strong I quite liked it yeah yeah they they, they had great chemistry and um like I, I I do agree with you with the 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 unbelievability later on because like her acting is so convincing when she like is, is shocked by the idea that he is a hitman, you know? Mm. It's like, it, it's not, uh, yeah, it, it's not totally believable that, that she'd kind of do a 180 and, um, you know, get with him right after. But, um, yeah, you definitely felt that uh, regret of that lost, uh, you know, uh, connection. Um, maybe... Maybe before Sunset took took the, yeah, or took the line right from this 
film, you know, just covered it. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, I think Armitage's got, got a case against uh, against Linklater here. Mm. I think um, in saying that, like, just with the people behind the camera, I think there was like four screenwriters. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think John was one of them, wasn't he? Yeah, I think it was John Cusack, and then there was like. There was John Cusack and his buddies, and then there was someone else who was. Well, like... We got we got DV De Vincent who who did High Fidelity, so you'll you'll appreciate that. Okay, okay, that, that probably was got, one of his buddies. <laughs> we, we got Steve Pink, who's who, who also did High Fidelity. Okay, and then Tom Yankowitz, who did who's done, who's done nothing. Okay, yeah, that that's the other guy. Yeah, because I think he he was supposed to be like the proper screenwriter and then um you know john cusack started writing and then he kind of brought his friends in or something like that but um i think the fact that john cusack did write part of this film goes to show that he really understands his comedic persona you know he writes himself um to his strengths i guess to his comedic strengths um so yeah that was interesting to know that was writing something i really liked was specifically um the convenience store shootout and i guess the later the later kind of martial arts scene with this this no eyebrows psycho guy which is the guy who's trying to kill uh martin blank in the film um that there's like no lead up there's no build up to these fights and that's something I actually really, really liked because it just kind of comes out of nowhere. You know, his job kind of just, it, it, it kind of blinds him when he's not uh, expecting it, I guess. Um, and I thought, like, both of these scenes were, like, the the martial arts scene I think was really great. Um, and even the convenience store scene, even though it was kind of, a bit over comedic with like the guy, you know, the the cashier kind of playing his like video game or whatever. It kind of was playing Doom. Was he? Oh, was that Doom? Yeah. I thought it was yeah. something like that. Um, but that was still that was still pretty great. Like that that was still it, it was like you know Guns of Blaze type shit. It wasn't anything extra precise, but that was still a really great action scenes. Like the 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 action scenes are sparse, but when they do come, they just kind of come out of nowhere and they're. They're really good. Um, in in the kindest way possible, it, it it feels like a Family Guy cutaway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fair. I think I know what you mean. I'm not that experienced with Family Guy, but yeah. I think I get what you mean. Um, I disagree with the point about the like like I I, I like with in in terms of the Ultimate, then yes, 100 percent it comes out of nowhere. But with the um, high school reunion, I think they they they, they build a reasonable amount of attention to get to it. And then, like, like we're showing, we show him like entering the venue and like taking the the name tag, but then like even in that shot when he's like reaching into his locker, like you know it's just, it's just this like fixed, you know, it's 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 this, it's this fixed fixed perspective of like this long hallway, and I think like you're, you're meant to feel like it builds attention the longer he's like stuck in there reaching in not looking, and I think like yeah. you're meant to expect that he comes around, but he, but he doesn't come around until he comes out of the locker, so like. Um, I, th- I, th- I think that one actually built tension. Like, yeah, there's not... there's some build up there, but I, I guess it, it's just it's not it's not a traditional build up of tension. Like, there's no like you know blaring music or anything. It's just done really kind of eloquently, I guess. Like, really 
um yeah it, it's pretty sparse in the things that and it's like allusions to tension i guess but sure um there is something there yes do you think um do you think there's anything in the story like 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 what was the point of including his his, his mum and her state or is it, is it just to kind of reinforce that you know his like non-communication for 10 years as to like you know this everything or like is there something more well i think it's just that he has no like his name is martin blank so like right. to, to a certain extent he doesn't have a history like a family history or he doesn't have like um like normal relationships or whatever you know he did, he did. what's the line he has uh my name is martin blank i don't have a girlfriend i don't have a wife and if you pay me enough i'll you know shoot you or something like that you know he's devoid of uh connections well what, i thought that was just him carbon for the um you know for, for, for the upcoming reunion wasn't it yeah it was but it was also real you know right yeah it was a double double commentary double meaning right there. yeah it, it's funny that like I, I never even thought about the fact that he's blank that's a it's quite clever on john's part quite liked um just the 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 comedic fallout from that martial arts sequence as well you know as well um with his buddy coming along and helping him mm. wrap the body just no questions asked until later um, yeah that's pretty great uh here's okay that's one that's one like scene that um makes me think that he was good at his job because like the way he cleans it up straight away like he just he just knows exactly what to do he gets the banners you know he uh finds the local uh, the nearest like place to dispense the body you know he's he's a, he's a pro that was just the basement in high school yeah i know but like he just he knew where to go straight away you know he knew what to do mm-hmm. it is a bit unrealistic that that banner like cleared all the blood but, um, oh yeah, yeah yeah apart from that so how long how long was he doing it because like he says like he says it, he says different times doesn't he like throughout like when he's telling different people he kind of he, the, the time skews doesn't it like because like at one point it sounded like he's only been doing it for a year but then it sounded like he was only doing no i like, think hitman specifically for a year but before that he was working for the government and then before that no, I think it's pretty consistent. I think he, he's been doing it for five years, I think. So he, he was in the army, and then I think he was he was an assassin for the government. Yeah. But then I think in the last year or a few years, he, he's been, you know, independent. Right. For himself. So I think he's been yeah. in the for like five years or something. Yeah. Hmm. I quite liked um, his kind of monologue about being in the Gulf and just seeing the sea on fire. And that being beautiful, like it was, I don't know. Like I think I think everything there, like the like the kind of juxtaposition between like his kind of one on one with with um with uh, Mini Driver and the dad, and then like cut like you know cut between like this kind of these kind of intense action. I think th- I think that was all great. Um, but like I think you like I think like I think its effectiveness really does come from the quality of the dialogue, um, the quality of the monologue from him in, in in that kind of scene yeah yeah no that's true um yeah the, and the, that that kind of 
that whole scene is his kind of confession, I guess. You know, it, it's finally understanding who the character is and like where he comes from, I guess. Um, you know, on his high school prom night, he just he just wanted to kill for some reason. You know, they don't explain that, but he got the urge, and then he had to he wanted to leave the girlfriend to kind of push her as far away as possible from his uh you know murderous instincts. Mm. Interesting. He's at his, it was a, you know, a. Uh, it was an it was an empathetic kind of, um, you know, pull away. I guess yeah. Um, yeah, and that was a good bit with the you know, killing all the people at the same time. Um, another scene where he's a good assassin. You know, uh, a good uh. Well, what would you call him in that scene? I don't know. Just a good... Combatant. Combatant, yeah. Um, but I, I feel like it, it, it did get a bit much. Um, and that was one part where maybe it wasn't balancing the relationship part and the comedy um, perfectly. Like, it was kind of purely comedic or, like, one grand like bit, I guess. Mm. Uh, an extended bit. Um, but, um, yeah, it was still it was still a pretty decent climax. Like maybe the ending is the real part, the, the part that doesn't uh, land the most. I guess like them kind of riding off into the sunset. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Do you, um, do you think there's anything behind how each of the characters, like they do, they very much do feel like high schoolers. Like, is, is, that, is that just, do you think that's just oh, a reinforce the 10 years of absence? But like, you know, like, like, like in having, in having Mini Driver's character be back at home in the same kind of childhood bedroom and all that shit, that's one very straightforward way. But then just in the way that everyone acts, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of self-consciousness that's typical of high school. There's a lot of kind of ego that's kind of typical of high school. It, everyone feels like you know kind of a high school it, it very much feels like a high school movie just played with 30 year olds um, yeah true do you think there's anything in that yeah probably because um you know joan joan cusack's character oh we, we established her name was what marcella um she says like when she went to her reunion it was like everyone had swelled you know which means everyone everyone was the same as they was but just kind of you know bigger they did their their kind of insecurities or their kind of i don't know issues for lack of a better word have just kind of gotten larger um mm. so i think there's something to that i think it's i think it's partly a comedic thing and um you know maybe maybe it's like maybe it's just a setting thing maybe maybe when they they bring into the high school. They just kind of adapt their old personality, you know. But I guess yeah. Jeremy Piven is—he's a bit like, like it's definitely more elevated later when he's actually at the reunion. But he's a bit—he's a bit teenager. You know, he's a bit adolescent earlier on, I guess, as well. So, yeah, there probably is. Something yeah. I think like. Like other high school like reunion products I've seen, like there's an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where like, I guess it does reinforce the same kind of trope where like, 
they enter that high school and they fall back into all the same kind of like right. stereotypes that we're told that like they that they were in high school and shit like that. So like, I don't know. Maybe it's a true phenomenon phenomenon that this uh, comedic bit is based off of. Mm. Perhaps we should go to the five year reunion. Be, well, yeah, what, what are you gonna be like? Like what what are the, the yeah. fucking prick. Yeah. yeah. What are the lingering kind of personality traits that you've hidden that are gonna come back out? Yeah. I guess we can discuss that later in our yeah, in question of the week. Um, I guess music's the other part of the film. Um, yeah, I was gonna say music. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing really makes me happier than hearing uh, "99 Love Balloons" uh, by Nina. Um, oh, it's yeah. just such a good dance. It's just such a good song, and like, just makes you happy, man. Um, loved hearing that. I loved hearing a lot of the songs throughout the film. Um, that kind of opening song, which I forget uh, exactly what it was at the moment. But it was very apt. I feel like everything was very appropriate and just everything was very Yeah. Very fun. So there was there there was a ton of there was a ton of like popular songs in the eighties mm. songs. There was stuff from the cure, the Pixies, there was Blister in the Sun, which they played twice. Mm. Uh, and Walk Like an Egyptian too. Um but they used the music really effectively. Like that ninety nine Loft Balloon scene is also it's featured in that that scene we talked about it earlier where they're they're taking away the body and it's mm-hmm. actually like a really hilarious juxtaposition you know because it's like a slow epic kind of song and they're just kind of fumbling around and um as you said it's kind of funny because like jeremy piven's friend is just kind of going along with it too uh oh yeah they use the music really well and it's um yeah, I guess it's it, it's nostalgic for them as well, being from the eighties. So, it fits into the high school reunion kind of theme, I guess. What songs from uh five years ago do you think would uh be, would be your soundtrack for this reunion coming up? Oh, my soundtrack. Mm, what was your twenty nineteen like? Shit, I have to look at my uh. Yeah, I get it's a lot easier to track these days. Get doing Spotify. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what, what what would be the the one for everyone though. What would be like one of the songs from back then that we've kind of forgotten about? Forgotten about? You don't really forget about them because like yeah, you know, the radio they they kind of play the same shit all the time. So I don't know. I feel like later stages of high school was when I was like actively trying to get away from from the mainstream. Yeah. So mm. I don't know. Probably some like Imagine Dragons thing or something. I don't know. I Thunder probably would have been really about that time. Yeah. I'd love to hear that in a film. You, do you like Imagine Dragons? Um, do I like them? No, not really. No. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I, was, I, I couldn't tell if that was going to be like a D's Nuts kind of track. Well, yeah, I was, I was hoping that you'd repeat it and then I'd say Imagine Dragon is not to be first. Ah, uh, sure. Um, I didn't but no, like, like also because, like, you know, they're. Um, you know, they're the hotbed of uh, discourse, you know. Are they? Yeah. Are they good? Are they bad? Are they overrated? Are they too popular for what they are? Mm. I actually quite, I, I, I quite like them. Like, I, I like, I don't know. I, I, I can't say I was still full with their full discography, but like, you know, they've got quite a few bangers. Yeah. I used to listen to, um, 
radioactive when I played Minecraft mm. back in the day. Oh, that's the classic. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Minecraft background music right there. Mm. Um actually you have you have you heard the have you heard the, the radioactive with Kendrick Lamar? No, I didn't even know. No? Oh dude, it, 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 there's a version where he's got a verse, grows hard out of man. Give it to me. Does it go yeah. nuclear? Grows nuclear. Let's go radioactive. Mm. Um Oh yeah. Uh I like how John Cusack's character always like looks behind him and he doesn't in that in that scene in the recording booth, he doesn't like having the blinds open mm. because he's so used to that kind of being like an opening to yeah um to see someone or to shoot someone in, in in his job so i like the way the job kind of affects his uh personality i guess um yeah yeah i think yeah there's a, a lot of fun with that even like him like swapping positions like even after like he's adjusting yeah, everything. and yeah. then he does again later at the at the restaurant booth true true Actually, on on that as well, I I, I kind of like the 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 NSA agents are like the like the last thing that we kind of like the main characters. Oh yeah, up. yeah. Um, I thought them being killed at the end was really weird, because like it kind of like because like with, with like I don't know it, it's still an impersonal killing to him, but like it's the fact that you kind of have these like traditional good guys, but then like I guess through the dialogue we're meant to feel like that they aren't you know good guys so like they're still the killing of a government agent like kind of positions the audience in one way so like uh, I, don't know, I just thought it was an interesting choice to actually like outright kill him um yeah and, and what that says about the morality of the character but at the as, as like an end point but yeah yeah they do like just outright kill them like they're they're in the middle of a gunfight and they just kind of stop to to blast them out of the doors um which was kind of um yeah i don't know that's the thing about the morality and stuff because i don't know i don't know how deep that this film is actually interested in that like it, it feels mm-hmm. a little bit surface level like it, it feels like the main focus is the is the comedy so it's hard to kind of read into that yeah but um they do have yeah that they do have that line where they're like you know we have to wait until the good guy is the bad guy, so we can become a good guy to shoot them. Yeah. And I think that points at the kind of the moral grayness or the like the amorality in this kind of you know, in this industry of, of, of like hitman killings. So yeah. I guess that's the deepest the film goes into that kind of thing. But um you do also have John Cusack, like you 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 do also have like later talking about briefly talking about like like what is civilization you know what you know that kind of thing um he doesn't go into it oh yeah when when minnie's like questioning him over like his like when she yeah like civilized people don't do that what do you mean civilization that felt like a very like a kind of joker-esque line of society Mm, yeah Mm. it did a bit and then he she kind of cuts him off before he like goes and in, goes into it, but yeah, um, they were funny though. Like uh, the two NSA agents are pretty good. Um, Hank Azira in that role, he was, he was uh, another perfectly cast kind of little bit there. So. Uh, let, me, let me see if I know this people. 
Who did you say? Hank Azira, I think, or Zara or something. It was in Heat. Oh, yeah. Hank. Oh, wait, hold on. Was that him? Wait, what? Was he the Hitman? Oh. It was the NSA. Oh, Zaria. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. It was the, uh, one of the NSA agents. And who was the other blood blo- 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 K. Todd. K. Todd. Freeman. Oh, he was in. He was in a few things. Lem- not really. Not, not big roles, anyway. A series of unfortunate events. Oh, Hank Azari was in Hop. Okay, that makes sense. Oh yeah, he's pretty big. He's been in a few things. Apparently, he voices someone in the, in, the, in the Simpsons. Yeah, it's um, a Pooh, isn't it? I think he voices a Yeah. Ah. No, hold on. This this says Mo. Is it Mo? Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe that's both. Why Hank Azaria won't play a pair on The Simpsons anymore? Which means he, so so he, he does Murray, Chief Wiggum. Oh, he does he does a shit on them. Okay, yeah. That's why he was so good on the phone. You know when he was doing the call in, he was using his uh, voice acting skill right there. Did he call in or did his mate call in? No, he called in. Yeah. What did he say there? I didn't really get that. Like the yellow ribbon thing. He called him like a tough guy. He said, where's the yellow ribbon? You know? I don't know. I just thought that was him like... I don't know. Trying to like infer that, you know, he's, that there's a deep past behind. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that... Trying to like secretly add him. That kind of thing. Yeah, true. Um, what else? Any more notes from you? Honestly... I can mention everything. I got John Cusack has this funny smiling face. Oh yeah, actually, when he when he when he when he grabs the baby, um, that that, that was peak as well. Oh really? Um, yeah, just him like back and forth with the baby. Like I thought <laughs> I, I thought it, I thought it, like cut to, like a wide shot of him like dropping it like unexpectedly or some shit. But like um, no, I I really liked how like he just instantly vibed with it. Um, I felt um, like he was he was searching the baby's so he was really trying to search like what well you see i think he sees that the baby like him is also blank yeah the blank slate true true yeah um yeah i don't really have much else i i have the cool the effortlessly badass lines uh it isn't me which is like repeated a few times in di- with different kind of meanings, you know. When he when he kills the second guy, um, and he says like, "Don't do it," you know, whatever I did, I will stop doing it. And he says, "It isn't me." And then that 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 kind of morphs later on um, when he's found uh, when he's found when but when he's found that he's killed like the uh, the no eyebrows guy. He says that, and he says it in like other context i think when the his former house blows up and stuff mm. so that was a cool line and no one chooses when that was yeah that, 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 that that's hard yeah and he just kind of says it and it's like there's no there's no pretense to it you know that's what kind of makes it 
That's a badass, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm out of notes, to be honest. Do you have anything else? Nah, done. It's right. Better get the verdicts. Sure. Um, yeah, I'll give this film an 8 out of 10. I think it's really fun. Uh, you know, really quippy film. Um, the action's pretty great when it's there. The drama's decent when it's there. It kind of fumbles a bit at the very end, but other than that, it's a pretty, pretty great time. And I think John Cusack in this role is just like perfectly cast. It's kind of everyone in this film is. I think it shows the kind of importance of casting. So, yeah, eight out of ten from me. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. I and mean, like this is like an incredibly digestible film. Mm. Like, like I, 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 I saw so like I saw like the letterbox comments like calling it like dad comedy and like Gen X and all that shit. I'm like, no, oh, fuck it. That's, I mean, like it's good. I mean, like you know, if you wanna if you wanna label it as that, I can. I'll I'll take the label. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Any other information? Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Let me tell you, if we can do it, anyone can. And that's thanks to Zencaster. Like a lot of other podcasts out there, our show is recorded over the web every week. But trying to record a podcast with platforms like Zoom and Discord can be an audio quality disaster. I'm sure you've heard some of the podcasts I'm talking about with long delays, sound cutting in and out. It is not pleasant. Zencaster captures studio quality sound for all of your guests right from your web browser. Zencaster's multi-layered backups ensure you always have your recordings in the highest quality even if the connection is unstable. And with Zencaster's all-in-one platform, you can create and distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple, and other major destinations all in one place. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use our code CinemaEffect to get 30% off your first month of any paid plan. That's Zencaster.com slash pricing with promo code CinemaEffect with an E for 30% off today. Feel a sense of zen with Zencaster. Um, righto, news. Uh, we watched a couple trailers. Uh, yeah, do you want to start off with either of them? Or, yeah. uh, sure. Uh, Borderlands was uh, interesting. It, um, I don't know. It, lo- it looks alright. The the uh, the aesthetic and and uh, environment looks alright. It looks a bit. The casting feels a bit awkward to me. I don't, I don't know how you feel about that, but like Kate Blanchett in that kind of role doesn't like jump out to me, but. Who knows? Maybe it'll maybe it'll work. I don't know. I've never um I've never played Borderlands or any of like the spin-offs. Yeah, neither. Uh, have you? Yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I thought I thought she was fine. I actually I, I quite like the trailer in general. I th- I thought, like, from all that I know of Borderlands, just of just being the images, um, I was like, oh, this looks banging. You know, I was like, dead on. Um. Mm. Uh, um. No, I thought the trailer was 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 quite decent. Um, if not long, I think I think the trailer's really like too long, to be honest. Um, I don't know. I think it, it honestly looks like it would be a successful, like you know, like like given the history of video game adaptations, and to me, for right now, it looks like this would be a successful one. Yeah, I mean, you you plop Kevin Hart in there, and it'll probably be, you know, semi-successful, I guess. Mm. True, true. Um, sales, sales tickets. Yeah. Um. And boy, boy kills world. Boy kills. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of this? Um, I thought this was fantastic. This, this, this just came off my. I was going through Twitter yesterday, and it just came off my timeline, and 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 I, and I was just just instantly fucking just in it. In it. Oh, I'm super keen for this film now. Um, I think it's really funny. I think the action looks fantastic. Um, it and like having recently watched Running Man, it um it feels like there's like a lot of ties to Running Man, like and like having like the mascots kill people and like on like national television and stuff like that. Like it's a very Running Man concept of where like you kind of have these like gladiators that hunt down the people that are in the show. Okay. Um, so that looks like a lot of like that looks like a fun parallel to that. Um, I love the voiceover. But I love kind of the fun they have with that. Um, I'm I'm really keen for this. I'm like on it, yeah, yeah, very 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 keen for this. Cool. Um, yeah, I, I watched the trailer. Too. It was uh, the only reason I brought up Monkey Man afterwards is because like it kind of they kind of feel similar in that they look really they look like really great like john wickish type of like action you know with a little bit of quirk a little bit of twist to it mm-hmm. um, a little bit more like extra concept i guess um so yeah it looks decent you know scar's god is is great too so i'm excited to see him in an action role um, yeah. is shelter copley in both of those because like I saw that he was in the cast with Monkey Man, but was he also in the trailer for um? Oh, the um South African guy. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think I was looking at that up earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is interesting. Uh, Liam, what have you been watching? Um, I've been watching something really uh you know strange for me to watch because i'm not like into sports usually or especially american football but friday night lights have you heard of this this show i love the movie the movie i I didn't even know that was a movie um but yeah the kyle chandler high school american football show um yeah it's, it's pretty decent it's uh you know this is this is potentially how I can get my sports fix, you know, just just through uh, watching these games because they're like really, they're really tense games, and it's like this whole town is centered around the, like the uh, just the high school football game and like every all the industry and kind of just the mood of the whole town is like um, fixed on this. It's kind of like it's like real life Sunderland till I die, you know that show? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah um that's i I thought that's what i thought you were going to mention when you said that you were getting into your sports oh well i was thinking of mentioning it like last week or whatever because i did watch a bit of that Mm. they'd like finished season one um but yeah it's pretty great uh it's jesse plemons actually came from here as well he uh this was like pre-breaking bad this was like his breakout thing so um Mm. yeah i don't know there's like there's parts of the show i don't like like kind of teen drama stuff but i think the actual football part of it is uh it's very great it's very great and the kind of relationships um and and, and pressure that people have like kyle chandler's like the head coach and so he has pressure from like the mayor and like sponsors and just like the radio and just like the whole town and the, there are these interesting like dynamics like this new this new footballer come. This new quarterback comes in, in the 
first season and he's kind of like really rude and um he's just kind of an asshole um but like because he's so good he like has to put him on otherwise the whole town will kind of be against him and he'll lose his job so it's kind of like the the quarterback calls it an arranged marriage so there's like moments like that in the in the show where you where you like really i don't know it, it has good commentary on this kind of this kind of uh relationship with him and the town i guess um so yeah mm. it's a decent show it did get cancelled later on um so it'll probably decline but you know that's all right let me see how long i how long i like, what one one two seasons in or? there was like five seasons yeah but like not like where are you at oh i'm on like first season still so yeah okay. yeah i think um I don't, I don't think it's a continuation of the movie i think i think i think it's just like a the same story just told again oh really okay huh but yeah definitely check out the movie at the end when you when you finish this it's a lot of fun and no, no, it's not it's not like it is i don't know i just love it hate 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 american football but, but yeah i love the movie um i um speaking of things we hate um i i, I watched the first episode of um the last airbender remake um and I can't remember, like a few weeks ago. Did I say I was going to watch this or I was going to like avoid it or whatever? I, 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 I can't recall. I, I think I think Zach questioned me on it, and I said, "No, I'm absolutely not fucking watching." Yeah. And um, I'm going to stand by that. I'm going to I'm going to watch the second episode just to see Maria Jung as um as 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 Suhi. But like after that, I don't need to watch the show. Um, it's pat. It's poor. It's very poor. Um, it looks poor. Uh, the I know like what might seem like a small thing is like is actually like i feel like incredibly disrespectful to the material in that in the first five minutes we have ang flying and like you're like oh ang's flying like like what does that matter like it does matter especially given what comes far later in, in, in legend of chorus in three like it establishes how difficult flying is for airbenders only only one airbender has ever flown before really yes um so like having that and like having that kind of just come in and just completely disrespect the law like that. Like it, it, it felt like a punch in the face right away. Um, but like beyond me being a sook about law, like um, it has, it has the same like kind of shitty Netflix feel where everything's overlit kind of, kind of just like, just blah. And like the CGI for the backgrounds and like for the sets isn't very good to be honest. And it just, you know where it doesn't feel it doesn't feel well integrated it, it feels like a background it doesn't feel like a landscape you know um and like y- you know like how like when like like because I, I saw some other clips that they released during the week um in lead up to it it feels like it, they, they, they just they, they they never don't feel like a stage like it, it feels like everything's on a stage and like it, it's just i don't know um it just feels poor um I think the, the, the actor for guitar is actually quite decent from the first episode that I've seen, but like everyone else is pretty poor. And I think Grand Grand is particularly miserable in the way that she kind of rocks up, delivers her cringe as line, delivers the um the show's opening about that like the you know, four harm like four nations living in harmony ones upon a time and all that. Um I don't know. It's like, I'm not gonna watch it. Just, uh, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to speak to its full quality. 
I can acknowledge that, but like it is bad at this point. And yeah. Fair enough. Better than the movie though? No. No? No. No. I like him though. Fair enough. I haven't seen the movie, so can't comment on that. Actually I'm saying that I think I've shown the film plenty in the past, but like um when I was younger I actually quite liked the film. It wasn't until I re- re- recently re- rewatched it. Like I don't know, I said recently, like two or three years ago, that I realised like it's actually poor. Mm. And now you have a new um you know, last airbender to hate, so Yeah. The CGI for ARPA looks great though, I will say that. But the bending CG isn't good. And the yeah, I don't know, background CG and all the other shit isn't great. What does Zach say? I can't Yeah, where last week we asked you Yeah, how would you feel about attending your ten year reunion? Yes, yes. Um uh yeah so luke said yeah i'd do it odds on that i won't know the names of 50 to 80 percent of the people there but i'll probably be it'll probably be a quiet 30 minutes meet and greet and then we'll probably just do something with a few of us um does that sound accurate to you jane that sounds i don't know yeah sure I think it'd be longer than thirty minutes. I think we'd, uh, I think him, he particularly would, 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 would be, would, would attract attention. You know, true, from true. Other people. Um. Andy said, "I kind of remembered having this chat with a Sudanese friend, the person who, uh, redacted, redacted. Uh, thought was the one who got arrested for stabbing someone." A while ago, and we both said it was clearly something we'll never ever go to. Also, we just prefer not to really associate ourselves with that high school as much. But if any of you guys can convince me to go, I'd be happy to tag along. Damn, he's uh, easily convinced. He just said he'd never ever go. Uh, mm. They would probably go something along what Dr. Luke said. Not sure why year 10 was chosen. That's rather too specific. Um, oh. No, he, he he thinks it's he thinks it's six women. Year to oh shit. So that's why I was smiling early because uh, uh, yeah, no, it, it's ten year. Um, it, uh, yeah, year ten reunion. That would be. I don't think much people would turn up for that. I mean, there'd probably be five people in my class, but um, you know, I'd have Zach, so that'd be mm. for me, I guess. Uh, that's rather too specific. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Missed the question a little bit there, Randy. Just, just, just that. Oh, Zach had a response. Yeah. Just yeah. Um, but that's okay. Um. Zach said, "I'm with Doctor Luke. I'm all in on it. Please, no one screenshot this in case I chicken out. But if a group of us here were to go and take it on as a group, it would be fun to catch up with some people and judge the rest among ourselves. But I must say also, I certainly wouldn't go on my own." Also, I feel like the five-year anniversary coming up isn't long enough yet. Yeah, I agree with that. It's exactly mm-hmm. like a war veteran returning to, to the battlefield for a tour and re-believing, re- reliving the trauma only a few years later. It must also be known it is I, so Zach, using Zach's account. So Kaz. So Kaz, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting text. 
Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, Two yeses and a no, but a no that is easily convinced to be yes. Mm. I'm an actual no. You know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm not a no, but if everyone goes, I'll maybe come. I'm, I'm a no, you know? I mean, it's just counterproductive for me. I spent too much of high school just avoiding people. So, like, it doesn't really fit in with my my plans. Um, yeah, it's edgy of you, right? That's not edgy. It's just the truth, you know? Yeah. But uh, what about you? Um, I just think I'd be no as well. Like, um, I, I like... I, I, I like I love my high school experience. I, I, I'm I'm very straightforward about that. Like I, I love going there. You know, I love the place. I love the people there. You know, I, like obviously like the majority of my friends are from there. Like I have no issue with high school the way that Andy seems to have. Um, but then at the same time, like all the people I want to know from high school, I know. Um, yeah. There's there's a few people that like I would love to catch up with again, but like. I feel like the setting of the reunion, I don't know, I just feel like it adds like a, adds an awkwardness or a pretense to it, I don't know, um, yeah, honestly, it's, it's, it's an I don't know, but it's, it's, it's more likely to be a no than a yes, and also apparently I'm not part of the bloody email list anyway, so, not, uh, not yeah. getting invite anyway, so, uh, you know, yeah. They probably like, spelt one letter wrong or something. Um, Honestly, dude, I, 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 I remember being at grad and like, hey, sign up for this. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I did it. I never got anything from it. Hmm. Um, yeah, there'd, there'd probably be like one or two people I'd be interested in, but like not, not enough. You know? I, don't, I don't have enough peripheral uh, you know, connections out here to, to make it worthwhile, yeah. I guess. Um, well, have you seen, like, because like, they used to put like in like the they used to put the like the the anniversary photos in like the in in the college newspaper, the newspaper. What was it? The end uh, of yearbook or whatever. Yeah. And like, the turnout for the five year reunion was like tiny. It was like seven people. Like every year, it was it was, it was, it was like single digit numbers. Um, I think like twenty twenty five years was probably like a decent turnout, but even then, like it was like, you know, we had a year level of three hundred, and like. Those those photos did not have anywhere near that number, like it was probably like close to fifty ish. So like, even if you do go, like the chances of you running into people that you do want to see, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. True. I know. Maybe if Spooky ends up with a job there, we can uh, we can all just scare in that. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, just kind of annoying. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, you, want, you want to take us out? Yeah. So next week we're doing um, Pompeii, which is a Paul W.S. Anderson film that's on Stan. We're going to test uh, Jaden's allegiance that Zach has kind of attached yeah. to him because of the rest of the Resident Evil films. Um, and our question of the week is... What is your favorite movie that is generally not liked? You know, low rated, you know, letterbox, you know, letterbox IMDb, low ratings kind of movies, and you enjoy them despite their, you know, the slant uh, that they have. So, yeah. 
that's our question mm. and, um, yeah i guess that wraps it up uh, next week's film is a uh, is available on uh, what platform did you say stan i said that Jen. you did okay yeah I don't know, I, I, you kind of threw me off because, like, you know, you, you skipped the uh, thanks for listening part and you just went straight into the thing. I was like, oh, oh yeah. What's going on? Am I not thankful? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I am thankful. Thank you need to thank him. Just... Someone's a, uh, like... I'm just forgetful. I'm, not, I'm thankful. I'm, just, I'm, not, okay. I'm not unthankful. I'm just forgetful. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, thank, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll see you next week.